Hey guys, welcome to another episode. This is Barry J, and welcome to my podcast called Infinite Sky. Um, the previous episodes, I was talking about, you know, moving to North Carolina, waiting on the results from my pharmacy exam, waiting on my application to see if it's been approved or not for the apartments I applied to and jury duty, um, how that would go, what would be the verdict that we all as jurors would agree on, and um, my fast, how my fast is going. So first, um, I'll start off with the fast, okay, so before I mentioned how I would do a fast for 50 days starting on February 10th um, for pornography again. Um, And this time I can say that it's gotten better and worse. (laughs) Uh, I, I still get the dreams. I still get the nightmares. Um, I still get like the, you know, the anxiety, the, um, what's it called? Um, the irritability that happens every once in a while, um, when it just builds up and, you know, like I mentioned before, the hardest times for me is usually when I'm starting my monthly, I know some people, I know some people see it as a graphic thing or whatever but whatever it's true you know especially for women their hormones you know like a little makes things a little more complicated and that's usually the hardest time for me that's when I actually really have to put an effort um to make sure that I um yeah just just to make sure that I stay on track, that I remain sober. Well, I can say as of today, which is Tuesday, March 22nd, that I am so sober. I even went back to the app I used before to have sober streaks, and I've been sober for 40 days. I have 10 days left. And I honestly, half of me, I didn't, I didn't know. Okay, this time was really, it was a lot harder than when I first tried. It gets harder each time, but this time was really difficult, especially with the jury duty and how stressful jury duty was for me. And I know that at any moment, that could have been the tipping point, that could have been You know, I could have relapsed and I could have seen why a lot was going on, a lot I was waiting on. And, um, you know, the stress and anxiety was kind of getting to me, but I still continued, you know, doing my Bible study. Um, And I also continued on, continued my fast and continued spending time with God early in the morning, as soon as I get up, usually, or before I go to bed. But this week's, past few weeks, it's starting to regress a little bit. But hopefully I'll get right back on track. Um, so tomorrow I'll, I'll try and get right back on track. But it's just been hard because when I wake up, 
you know, everybody else that I live with, they're up. My mom's up getting ready to go to work. My dad's <laughs> usually up. Um, I'm usually up, you know, when nature calls, you know. So now that jury duty has passed, I can tell you about the case. So this state, this case was um, the state of Connecticut versus Robert Hunch. And this guy had, was convicted, was, um, by the law of the U.S. for killing his daughter, yeah, his own daughter and his wife. Um, he was the last person seen with them in September of 1995. Two months after that, he fled the country, went to South Africa, and stayed there from the years of 1995 to 1999. Then, most people, mostly other jurors and we, uh, me, we all saw that possibly he could have got kicked out because of his, um, passport um came back to the u.s completely forgot his memory or anything to do with his daughter and his wife moved on remarried had more children um and elizabeth and marshall were never heard from again so we all voted together to have the verdict of guilty. It took a while, it took a long time, but I, I understand that. And the worst part is he claimed he claimed that um he was healed. And he also claimed that he was a believer, which makes it even worse. Um but I don't really I can't judge him on that. I won't judge him on that. But it's just kind of interesting how he he was able to move on almost. Um, But anyway. um, to end the recording so quickly but back to the case yeah he moved on for 19 years he never looked for his wife he never looked for his daughter and when the police finally caught up to him and questioned him about the disappearance of disappearance most people would be worried like like where are they you know, and he came up with a lie, you know, because thankfully his wife had children from a previous marriage and they were looking for their sister and their mother. And they found out where Robert Hodge was um, through his through his current wife. Um, 
one of the older sisters and his wife talked regularly on the phone for years. And only once did Robert talk to her. And according to Diana, that's the daughter, he said that he had sent their mother and Elizabeth to Australia. And that Martha had left him and found a new man in Australia, along with Elizabeth, which they knew was a lie. Um, she told him, I know they didn't go to Australia, because at that point they knew that um, Marsha's body and Elizabeth's body were found 30 minutes away from each other with the same kind of bullet wound. Going to great crazy tell, but yeah, that's what happened. Um, also, um, yeah, that that case was pretty interesting. We thankfully were able to end a few minutes, a few days. I mean, earlier than anticipated, but during the deliberations, it was so hard because we wanted to be certain that he did this because you're putting somebody who's 79, almost 80 years old to be accused of murder and that can be minimum 15 years which realistically would be the rest of his life Um, and yes we all voted that he was guilty. So because of that, he was guilty and charged with murder. We don't know how long he's gonna be in prison for. Honestly, I'm just so happy that we all agreed. Because that one, the first day, it was like the votes were like eight guilty for. Five, not guilty. Okay. Day after that was six and six. <laughs> that's that's when it got a little more. That's when it got a little more intense. Um, <laughs> and I know people didn't want to be put on the spot. I don't either. But that's the only way we we're able to agree we had to talk about what we didn't agree with and why we didn't agree with them. I felt like there were better, probably better methods, but under all that stress and the time deadline, we later on found that after that case was completed that he was charged. Um, He was charged for the death of Marsha, his wife, and he got a life sentence for that. <clears throat> but, anyways, it really just shows me that we as human beings, we just we really aren't meant to judge one another. 
because when we do we tend to make our own assumptions good or bad towards innocent towards guilty we make our own assumptions and we don't know everything we never really see the real picture so before we can make a statement against somebody you have to see or you have to ask for God's point of view we have to ask the everybody to take themselves their emotions out of it before they make their decision um so that's our true duty one so that was last week so now I'm searching for a job and I've done whatever I've always done applied for a bunch of them I have an interview actually Thursday um, it's for before and after school. There's another one that I found kind of cool was airport cleaner. I know it doesn't sound like the best thing in the world, but you gotta start somewhere, so that's where I'm starting. What can I say? So anyway, um, now we can talk about pharmacy tech and my results. So initially, on the day when I took the exam, I already had a unofficial result of a fail. So I knew chances are I'm not going to pass. Um, and what can I say? I was feeling a lot of emotions at that time. I was. And I felt like I did all those 13 weeks for nothing. Since most places that are hiring for pharmacy technician, you have to have a certification to work there or to even be considered. So. can retake the exam up to three times, but I don't know if I'm going to do it. <laughs> I might think about it, but if not, I'm not too worried with other things I can do. Um, what else can I say? I thought about jury duty, pharmacy tech, fasting, oh, the apartments. So, back in, when was this? Probably like early March, late February, I applied to three places for an apartment. And initially, when I first started looking back in the fall semester, I had one apartment in particular I really, really liked. I liked how it was small. It was family-owned. I liked how the owners lived there. I just, you know, it was like, oh, this is like almost perfect. This is like, it looked so nice. 
with a tour, even with a carpet, like, <laughs> whatever, you know, everything looks taken care of, clean, there's not much I can, I can say I can complain about, um, but, yeah, and at first I didn't take it because the other places I applied to at least had the water, but for this one, I would be paying for water. I'd be paying for cable. I'd be paying for electricity. Um, don't know if I have to pay for gas too. Um, but yeah, all that kind of stuff I would be paying for. And I thought I would save some money if I went to worth the place that took that paid for everything, but. That I remembered. I control that. I control how high, how much electricity I use. I control how much water I use. Especially when I have a washer and dryer. That saves a lot right there. I control if I want cable or not. You know? For those things that I am being charged for on top of the rent, I am being... You know, I choose that, and I feel like because of the location anyway, some things would maybe out of my control, but I would try my hardest to keep it down, keep it to a minimum, which shouldn't be too bad since I live by myself. Um, so one of them told me I didn't make enough, which I figured... And I either had to get a new job, which I couldn't at the time because I was still doing jury duty, um, or I had to get a co-signer, which I was like, okay, I don't want a co-signer, so I didn't choose that one. Then the other one for Treetop, it was the same thing, but I actually told them to be on, to be on hold, which made sense since I was on jury duty didn't have a job but I may contact them again just to see how everything's going but also last but not least the apartment I kept in contact with weeks on weeks for months they accepted my application with my financial aid letter. <laughs> I almost had to read it again, like, to make sure I read that correctly. And once it's, they said, you know, applications can be accepted, just need to wait for the official email that they were send shortly. You should me. I was so excited. Every every couple of minutes, I was refreshing my email to make sure I didn't miss it. It was insane. Um, <laughs> it's funny, but I'm just so happy. I thank God for that. That was a hundred percent God because most people who are unemployed and a student who had nothing but temp jobs still being accepted in my credit 
is non-existent. I'm telling you, you know, some of the things that are meant for you are literally meant for you. So that feeling in your gut, that's God. Listen to it. Somebody doesn't feel right, don't do it. Something feels right, do it. But from your gut, not from your heart. Right? Because <laughs> there's been a few times I've gotten them wrong. But from your gut, not your heart or your head, your gut. Um, so, yes, ask, pray for, believe in discernment it will help you it will help you it will help you there hasn't been a time at all where I regretted listening I may have been doubting I may have been questioning but that's after the decision is made not beforehand About that Bible study being a cult. Yeah, it is one, and I'm. I don't think I'm gonna be continuing my Bible study. <laughs> it's just this time of my life, so much is happening, and what they want us to do is a huge commitment, which I can't do. I don't want to start something like that and just to stop in the middle when I can stop now before we had our first exam while we only have eight lessons in only being a month into the into the program just say you know how's everybody doing how's your fast doing how's everything going are you fasting are you praying are you waiting are you are you in that part of your life I just want to encourage you that that God sees you that he hears you and that he didn't he didn't abandon you right that he didn't leave you by yourself and I know it's hard especially when you feel like he's silent when you need him know when you need him most and you keep praying and praying and praying no answer but that also can mean that something's about to happen Or God could be testing you, you know, to see how strong you are, stronger you become compared to how strong you were then. To see the the growth of faith, because faith is without seeing, which counts without seeing, without hearing without anything from God as in 
letter or a check or not speaking to you. I also would say, um, that's worth it. <laughs> it gets so weary and tiresome of doing the right thing. Being nice in a selfish world. Being happy, surrounded by unhappy people. It weighs on us, it does. But it's worth it. In the end, you will see the fruits of your labor. You will see and all receive all the things that are yours. But what also can help you is one of the songs I made, saying that this one is mine, like this dream is mine. Naming it and claiming it can also help you. Help you reach that level of confidence of not being afraid. of what God says through people or never really understanding what the message of their goal was but through their God you'd be able to make a good judgment on the whole thing they're credible or not if they're good or not but just encouragement Keep going. That God sees you. And that changes aren't always drastic. Some of them are cumulative. So just because it looks like you haven't changed, doesn't mean you didn't change. And if you want a real, a real test, the changes you've made go look at a picture you made years before 2022 go look back middle school, high school, elementary school notice your character notice your personality, how you used to act and compare it to what you do how you act and who you are now that change is here for you, that change is coming and you can reach out and grab it. Don't forget it's about faith. All you need is the faith of a mustard seed to move mountains. Well anyway, guys, this has been very day. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.